Hey, are you looking to upgrade your key life areas and evolve to a higher level of existence? To practically harness personal growth and spirituality in a crazy, busy, imperfect world? Then you've come to the right place. My name is Prash and this is Urban Spirituality, the show which uniquely fuses ancient wisdom with contemporary self-growth and spiritual disciplines to deliver value-adding tools, traits, and insights to help you unleash your fullest potential. We always keep it real, featuring authentic, unfiltered dialogue with guests from diverse backgrounds to inspire, entertain, and enlighten all who listen. So get ready for your dose of urban spirituality. Be present and let's dive in. In Indian culture, especially in being Indian, we're almost like programmed to say yes to so many things. It's hard in the culture to say no. And that's one of the things I used to actually teach. I used to do cultural training for a lot of organizations. And I would explain to European audiences why and how it's so hard for Indians to kind of just say uh, no. Like they'll just say yes to everything and then they under deliver. Right. So this is the kind of challenge that we have. Hey, it's it is a challenging situation. Sometimes when you're asked for something and you, you just don't want to say no. So whether it's culturally that you don't want to say no, as in for some Indian people, it could be that way. For us Indians, it is hard sometimes. And I'm not speaking for everybody, but it can be a cultural thing or it could be an organizational thing or a familial thing, right? In your family, you just don't say no to anything. You always say yes. Or it could be an ego thing because you feel that if you say no, then you're going to be cut from the tribe, that you're going to somehow be disliked. Maybe, you know, they won't, that person who's asking you to do something, they won't, they won't be your friend as much or you'll be offending somebody, right? Can you relate to this? I want you to just think about how this has shown up in your life. What has it been for you? And how has it shown up in your life where you not saying no in a given situation or to a given task has caused problems for you? Where has it shown up for you? Like for myself, as, an, as, as a simple example, I can tell you there are countless times where I said yes to stuff at work, for example, because I wanted to you know, keep the boss happy or I wanted to keep a colleague happy because the colleague would help me with my work. And it's great to say yes and it's great to want to help people. But sometimes I should have said no where I couldn't make the workloads. I couldn't cope. I was already maxed with my own workloads. And then what happens? I don't deliver what they ask. And now they're disappointed. And this is a common thing. You sometimes say yes to something kind of reluctantly and then you find that you don't have the bandwidth to deal with it or you find that you have to say yes out of obligation, right? But then, you know, it ends up that the person who is asking you for something gets disappointed anyway. So these are different ways in which we end up causing ourselves actually harm. And sometimes the person or the, the organization who are asking us for stuff, they are also affected as well adversely when we don't learn to say no. So, I mean, that's one example. I mean, you must know times where, and look at, let's look at this from another angle as well. It's one thing people asking you stuff for help for, right? You know, your friend's saying, can you give me a hand moving house next weekend? And like, you know, you say, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. But then you don't show up or things don't work out or you're letting somebody else down, right? So there's one bunch of no's. One scenario in life where we've got to learn to say no to people asking us favors or asking us things, right? That's one. But the other side of saying no is actually learning to say no to opportunities or invitations or temptations, right? Somebody may say, hey, do you want to go to the pub tonight? Obviously, not right now, but somebody may say, do you want to go to the pub tonight? And you know that you've got certain things that you've got to do. You've got a, you've got a family obligation. You've got, you've got a deadline to meet, but you kind of just 
cave in and you just go, ah, oh, yeah, sure, let's go here. And then you end up saying yes to something, but your workload suffers. You know what I mean? So sometimes it's about saying no to opportunities. You might have a job. Like I had this situation where I had an opportunity to pick up a role uh, with HSBC, you know, big bank, contract, you know, good money. And I was so tempted, but I knew that it would be long hours. It would be sacrificing a lot of time that I would have used to do other stuff. This stuff, this stuff that I really enjoyed, this coaching, this consulting, this training that we're doing here. All the stuff that I wanted to do, I would have not been able to do because I would just not have had the time. So a great opportunity. It was a great opportunity, right? But it just didn't feel like it was the thing for me, you know, because if I'd done it, I would have had to sacrifice something else. Does that make sense? And so sometimes we'll have to learn to pass up opportunities, you know, whether it's a person or a thing, an object, right? Somebody says, hey, listen, 2000 pounds and you can have this incredible car. But you have to ask yourself, do I really need that car? Do I, am I buying it for my ego? Am I buying it to keep people happy, just to keep up appearances? Am I doing this? Am I doing that? So sometimes we've got to go back and ask ourselves questions to, to, to satisfy ourselves. Are we really needing this? And should we really say yes? Actually, is no a better thing? Because when we say no, we may save time. We may save money. We may save a family member. We may save a relationship elsewhere. And therefore, we learn to pass up on certain opportunities in order to do something more important. So I hope that gives a frame of context. And what I want to do now is share some ideas. And ho hopefully, just as we're going through this, I want you to do me something. I want you to think about in your own life. Like I said, where have you said yes when you actually should have said no? Whichever aspect, right? Whether it's an opportunity, an invitation, a favor somebody was asking you, whatever it is, or, or an object or a thing somebody was selling you, where did you say yes where you actually, looking back in hindsight, no would have been a better answer? And as you do that, let's go through certain things. Let's go through a few strategies here. So I want to start by just saying that, you know, there was some research done, uh, UCLA, University of California, San Fran, did a, did a, did a survey study on this. And what they found is interesting. They, sound, they found that people who have difficulty saying no, they're more likely to experience stress, burnout, and even depression, right? Mental disorders that come about because you're, un in un you're unable to say no, right? Another challenge uh, for a lot of people is anyone who suffers from the stress that comes from overcommitment, right? Can get themselves into a tears. They don't know what they do. So, you know, the thing is this, in business, life, there are times where we're going to need to do that. But not every situation requires a negotiation. Not every scenario requires you to get into a haggling match to say yes or no. So I want to give you some strategies to help you to learn to say no more effectively and more meaningfully for you without so much regret. Okay. So firstly, number one, know your priorities. I'll say that again. Know your priorities. Starts by knowing your goals. What goals so look at what goals you have for this week your weekly goal or your monthly goal or your annual goal so get a picture get clear on some of your key goals you don't have to know all your goals just get a key key clear picture of a couple of your key goals once you've got a clear picture of a couple of your key goals look at the time that you're then focusing on those key goals right so you've got some key goals identify the priorities of those goals there may be life goals career goals personal business family goals, whatever they are. So identify three. Let's say, for example, identify three goals that you have for this week, this month, this year, whatever it is, but start with this week. 
once you have that idea that these are my three goals, I've got to achieve these things, then that should drive the focus of your week. That should drive where your key focus is and where your time gets allocated. So once you've got that, that base, that builds your priority. That forms the foundation of your priority. That's where that is. Now, once you've got the foundation of your priority and you know where your focus should be, then you know, I've got my goals, I've got my priorities, I therefore know where my focus should be, and I therefore know where my time should go. Does that make sense? Now, once you've got that and you're clear on that, you start getting clarity on where your time is going. And that leads to the, that leads to the second thing. Once you've understood it, you can now start to prioritize and say no to something that comes along because it's not within your priority list. Or if you do it, then you're going to need to sacrifice one of your three big goals for the week or for the month, right? So you can learn to say no. Maybe it's a big business deal or a project which is going to last six months. But you know what? If you do that big deal for six months, it's going to mean that you're going to sacrifice one of your three top priorities for this month or this year. So then you pass up on it, okay? So when you get that clear, the second thing is then valuing your time more. See, here's the thing. We sometimes say yes to people easily, but then when it comes to our own family or friends to try and give them time, we sometimes forget about it. We neglect our own family and friends sometimes in order to keep somebody else out there happy. Sometimes it's not even keeping somebody else out there happy. It's about our ego. Sometimes we're just trying to keep our ego happy, right? We're satisfying our ego. We're, uh, we're drowning our fears. We're trying to heal some ancient wound. or We're running on some misbelief. This uh, or some old limiting belief, and therefore we feel we've got to say yes and do something because it's going to heal that wound, fill that gap, placate our ego. So sometimes we're saying yes for the wrong reasons, and I'm saying that so you can start to get conscious as to what reason might be showing up for you. You do an audit inside yourself and ask yourself, Why am I saying yes to this? Is it because I'm saying yes because I genuinely want to help that person and I have the time? Is it saying as I? because I'm saying yes out of guilt? Is it because I'm doing it out of obligation or misplaced obligation? There is obligation and duty, of course. I mean, that's valid. But is it out of misplaced obligation? Is it I'm saying yes because actually I owe them big time and I've got to do it? You know, what is it that's driving me to say yes? Or is it because I'm healing an old wound? I'm trying to prove something to myself that I can do that thing. I can handle that. And that will make my ego grow if I do that. What is it? And then you value your time, you know, your time for your business and your career, value that time, valuing your time for your personal recreation, your relaxation time, your family and your friends. What you want to do when you do this is ascertain your must haves. What are those things that must feature in your life day to day, week to week? What are those things? Exercise, for example, physical exercise, mental exercise, meditation, self-care, personal growth, spirituality family, going out for a walk, investing an hour a week or three hours a week or six hours a week making sales phone calls in your business. Find out what those must-haves are that you've got to be able to hit every week or every day. Find out what those are. Once you've understood what those must-haves are, let those dictate where you invest your time and let those help to shape the yes or the no you give to somebody. Does that make sense? Let those help shape the yes or the no to, that you give to somebody. Right, that moves on. That moves us on to the next strategy, and that is the principle of setting boundaries. So the first step in saying no in that is to be able to understand what those boundaries are. Now, if you've understood what your priorities are 
and you've understood where you want to invest your time, then to establish your boundaries becomes a lot easier. You know, you start to identify those boundaries when you know your priorities and you know your time, and then you are able to understand where it is that you want to focus your work, where you're spending time, where you want to spend time, where you're going to take, what kind of projects you're going to take on board, right? Um, and how often you're going to go and have interactions with your friends, your family, whoever it is. So you can start to establish social boundaries, career boundaries, work, uh, corporate boundaries, health boundaries, right? Uh, recreation boundaries. You know what? One of my clients, uh, his son is addicted. One of my clients is he's he has a teenage son who's addicted to PlayStation. The guy should be studying and prepping for university, but he's just addicted to, he has no boundaries with his time. So he's constantly in recreation. Um, another of my coaching clients, uh, a guy in the States is just far too busy uh, on the racetrack because he's, uh, he loves um, drag racing. Um, and it's in a place where it's not locked down. So, when I asked him, I said, how's the business going? What did you accomplish? You know, we do our goal tracking. Did you accomplish them? He's like, uh, no. Why? He goes, well, I, I had these goals for my racetrack and I had this and I had that. It's like, well, how important is your hobby compared to what you've got to achieve? And then when they look at it in the cold light of day, you realize, wow, I've spent too much time over here. So establishing your boundaries in your social areas, your work, your career, your personal recreation, etc., will help you to understand where you should say no or who you should say no to. You might be saying no to somebody. Or it could be that you're saying no to something or an opportunity. I hope that makes sense. Then the next tip is to sleep on it. So here's the thing. Sometimes you don't have to say no straight away. Sometimes what happens is that, and sometimes you don't have to say yes straight away, right? Sometimes you're in a situation where saying yes straight away is not the right thing. Maybe what you need to do is let me sleep on that. And it may not be that you actually take a night to sleep on it. It might be that you take a couple of hours. But what you're doing is you're creating a gap between the person or the thing that is demanding you to say yes and your ability to relate it to your boundaries, your priorities, and your time focus, and then make a more sensible reasoned decision as to whether you should actually say yes or whether it deserves a no. And the best way to do that is create that gap. So sleep on it, take a few hours out, whatever it takes, take some time out in order to ascertain whether you should really say yes or actually say no. Now. If you decide that you want to say a no, let's look at how you can make no easier. So practice no but. Here's a tip for you. So it could be that you say, look, I can't. Somebody comes to you and says, look, can you help me with this thing over here? And you say, look, I can't help you right now, but I can help you this afternoon. Or listen, I need a chat because I've got some things I've got to cover. I say, look, I'd love to speak to you. I really want to speak to you. I can't do it this afternoon, I can't do it today, but tomorrow, why don't we book in some time or when it's next convenient for you? So it could be like a no, but no for right now. So it could be done later. Or it could be no, but I know somebody who could, okay? So it could be, for example, if somebody comes and says, can you help me with this chore? Could you help me move house? And you say, look, look, I can't, but I know somebody who can. Or it could be, look, can you join me and do this? Like I get asked to do podcasts and uh, talks and stuff and sometimes you know they're really good causes but I have to say no because I don't have the bandwidth so I'll then point to somebody else who's really good and I'll say look I can't be a guest on this panel or I can't be a guest on this show but I know somebody who can and I know somebody who would be great for you and then so what you're doing is you may be saying no but you're actually giving them something valuable back does that make sense so practice saying no but 
So it's actually a no and a yes. You see, you're saying no, but, but yes, I can give you somebody else. Or no, but, yes, I can do it tomorrow. So try that formula, no, but, yes. No, but, yes. Substitute that yes with a different time, a different person, a different decision, a different alternative. Could you go back and say, look, no, but how about, have you tried this? So just practice that no, but, yes formula. All right. Now, having said all of that, there is also a need sometimes to learn to know when to justify why you're saying a no, okay, versus sometimes you don't justify it at all, right? So look, having a justification or a reason can often help to, it can often help to soften, right? It helps to soften that no. If somebody's coming to you and you say no and it can be a bit blunt or harsh, if you have a justification, a reason, it makes it easier for them to understand, right? It softens that blow. It can stop them from being feeling alienated. It stops them from misinterpreting or second guessing why you said no. Offering a valuable reason or a justification is a very powerful tool to maintain that good relation that you have with that person and still do it. You can do it in work scenarios, right? Look, no, somebody says, look, can you help us out with this project and this meeting? Say, look, I can't because I'm maxed with this workload over here. And the impact is that actually if I don't get these tasks done here in this project, it's going to actually impact your boss and your bottom line. Oh, right. Well, then they'll back off, right? Or it's like, you know, no, look, can you help us out with these things over here? Look, I, I'd love to, but I'm not the best guy. Honestly, that's not my strong suit. In fact, I know somebody who else, who somebody else who could be better. And why don't I get them in touch with you? So you may find a strong and a good reason to justify it. And if you can find a reason like that, explain it to them, help them understand. Like I had somebody, we were meant to get together and do an online thing. And somebody had, sadly, we had lost a family member. I explained, look, I'm really sorry. I'd love to help here. But, you know, I have a family member who's just passed on and we have to hit something. So giving a reason to explain your no is very powerful. Now, having said all of that, sometimes one of the most important aspects of saying no is actually to not justify it. Right, I know I said that, it's a complete contradiction. Because sometimes you do want to justify it, but other times you may not say anything and just it's a polite and firm and a gracious no. Why? Because sometimes if your justification isn't strong enough, if you're going to not have a solid and a substantial reason, then sometimes your no can be seen as an excuse. And if it's not strong enough, it can lead to a negotiation and suddenly you'll find that your no has become a yes again. You've kind of just defeated yourself and you've ended up saying yes in the end, right? So sometimes just learning to say no graciously, like a no, but thank you so much. I really appreciate that opportunity. Thank you. It's good enough. Or it could be a simple no. Learn to say no sometimes. Learn the difference when you feel that the person or the situation or the request at work or at home requires you or is going to benefit you if you say no with an explanation or a justification versus situations where you actually need to assert your authority and assert your self-time respect, that you respect your own time by just giving a no without giving an explanation and just assert it gently but politely. Okay, now look, all said and done, we've got to also learn about being reasonable. So that means excelling in our personal and professional lives requires us, look, we all have to make sacrifices, right? When we're being reasonable, we've got to show up for people, 
sometimes you're going to do what must be done so sometimes it's about being reasonable and recognizing that look here saying no is not going to do any good in fact the pain that's going to come with saying a no is worse than actually just saying yes so be reasonable sometimes the consequences of saying no for the sake of saying no could be adverse and have adverse impact on people you care about or people you're working with so sometimes the yes isn't meant to be there sometimes you got to flex your boundaries you know maybe you need to bend a boundary that you've got so in everything that i've described i think it's important still to have a certain degree of reasonability flex the boundaries that you've got modify the priorities priorities that you made earlier shift your focus from something that you've got to something else if something calls for it which is urgent or important and time sensitive learn to flex those boundaries and therefore be reasonable in your implementation of saying no lastly and when all is said and done we've got to accept responsibility when we say no and then just move on simple as that accept the potential consequences of saying no there may be a bit of fallout there may be a little bit of moaning there'll be a little, a little criticism a little bit of bite, bite back blowback from the person you said no to there may be some consequences maybe you're passing up an opportunity and you're going to kick yourself right somebody offered you a, a new role or a promotion and you said no and you're going to kick yourself accept the consequences that's increasing your emotional intelligence you know and you know that that for me that's one of the areas i coach in it's one of my, the areas i'm passionate about growing our eq our emotional intelligence is more important today than just building our iq raising our iq is one thing but eq is a skill that you can actually learn you can actually improve and build your eq gradually and so building your eq also entails and taking responsibility and accepting the consequences building that self-awareness and building that self-resilience and trust that you know what i made a mistake i should have said yes i said no but i'm going to learn from that in future opportunities i'll do this does that make sense so you learn from that so when you see a, a past no as a mistake or something that was a fall led to a fallout or a negative consequence see it as a lesson see it as a lesson accept that consequence accept the lesson that life is offering you that somebody else is offering you and then move on and then apply it and be better hey folks thanks so much for listening i really hope you enjoyed this episode and as with all our episodes found something to inform inspire and empower you in your personal and spiritual journeys in life as always feel free to leave a little love through your ratings and comments subscribe and share it with those you care about and take your personal and spiritual evolution to the next level by joining us on one of our unique events, workshops, or retreats, or taking advantage of our personal and professional coaching packages. Find out more about us at mantratherapy.co.uk. I'm your host, Prash K. This is Urban Spirituality, and we will catch you on the next episode.